Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year once again. I decided to set up this story closely related to lots of trees being cut down in our yard these past few days. But, before I get into the story, I wanted to thank my dad for giving me the idea for setting up this podcast once again. Without him, my stories would have almost no point, no flair whatsoever. This story is called Hare's Tale, and I think you'll find out why. So without further ado, let's dive right back into my giant story. The woods were old and silent with age. Yet despite the cold, unforgiving winds surrounding him, Hare walked calmly through the woods. His fur, unfortunately, was the color of cream white. Against the only other white thing around him, the sky... He was an easy meal for predators. Late fall was already around him. Hare sighed and sniffed through the ground. Then, his ears perked up. Something was moving in the woods around him. Hare turned ready to fight, legs kicking, cheeks going in and out faster than two square dancers. Thankfully, it was only a small hedgehog, rummaging in the thicket and leaves for some berries. Hare hopped over to the small, innocent hedgehog. Hi there. Are you looking for food? Hare asked. The hedgehog looked up. The hedgehog's eyes were emerald green with wispy brown and gray quills and fur. He didn't seem to be one who wanted to make friends, and he definitely didn't look like he wanted to be bothered. Yeah? So what? You doing the same? Hare nodded. Yep. Hey, do you want to work together to collect food? Hedgehog snorted. I'm not looking to share my food this winter. Buzz off. The hedgehog started to rummage through the leaves and eventually disappeared into the woods and out of sight. Hare wondered for a second if he should have said something, then he sighed and shook his head. Hare looked for a minute more and then disappeared. He hopped away into the woods, looking up at the marble white sky. There were some trees that were just losing their leaves around him. Far away over the hill, Hare could see power lines protruding up from the hills like giant spikes. Then, looking to his right, Hare could see smoke from a town over the other hill. He sighed and then looked around. His home was just ahead. Hare lived a mostly solitary life. Despite having many friends, Hare was rather lonely. He wandered into the animal village, a huge clearing in the forest, with houses carved into the ring of trees around the clearing. Each tree had a special hole, which acted as a home to one kind of animal. Hare hopped past Owl and Chipmunk's houses, and then hopped into his own home. On the inside, everything was much bigger than you'd think. A small wooden staircase wove up to Hare's bed of leaves. On the bottom, however, there was a window that looked out over the power lines in the forest. Beyond the window, or rather, besides the window... Hare had carved everything out of wood with his teeth, but he did enlist the help of beaver every now and then, for specific projects or gifts. Hare walked back out into the woods just behind his home. There, he searched for berries, roots, tree bark, anything that could sustain him through the winter. As a snowshoe hare, he was much luckier than other animals, because he could easily eat bark every day for breakfast, lunch, and supper. Other animals weren't as lucky since they couldn't eat bark. So Hare, deciding that he was okay for the time being, instead hopped down to the hot springs for a drink. Hare finally stopped by the string and began to lap at the cool water. His stomach ached from the lack of water all day. Suddenly, he looked up. Hare's eyes and ears were all alert. Something was coming toward him. Hare looked around. Then, he spotted two pairs of eyes staring at him through the thicket. Wolves, Hare thought. Hare started to run like mad. The wolves howled and pursued him through the forest. Hare couldn't lead the wolves back to the village. No, he had to outrun them. The wolves pursued Hare through the trees and didn't lose sight of him for even a minute. 
for hair had bright white fur, a dead giveaway against all the red, orange, brown, and gold. Hare scraped his foot on a sharpened stick. He winced, but he didn't stop running. The wolves chased Hare out into the plateau. There, Hare had a shot at losing the black nightmares. He jumped through the thicket and scampered around behind the wolves back into the woods. Hare pushed onward toward the power lines. The wolves were clearly in search of a good meal tonight. Hare quickly dove into a log and just out of sight from the wolves, but not out of smell. He coated himself in leaves, mud, twigs, anything else that he could find around him. The wolf's heavy panting stopped right above him. Hare remained as silent as he possibly could. The wolf sniffed the air and then sprinted away to the north. Hare sighed. He was safe. After what seemed like a mere eternity, Hare emerged from his hole and scampered up the hill and into Animal Village. He bolted his door shut inside. Looking out over the forest, he could have sworn that he saw the wolves running through the trees. Hare walked out after scraping the filth off his fur, and he hopped over to the center of the village. Looking at all the houses surrounding the fountain, Hare thought about how truly lucky he was to live here. Owl fluttered just overhead and into his home, which was higher up on one of the trees. His home was just above Beaver's house. Hare hopped up the wooden stakes in the tree to Owl's door. Hare reached over and tapped the door with his foot. His good foot, not his injured foot. Owl opened the door and smiled. Ah, Hare, good to see you again. Please come in. Hare hopped in and looked around. Owl's house was far different than any other in the village. Again, Hare thought, lots of these houses are designed to fit specific needs for different animals. Rather than leaves and sticks, Owl's house instead had ornate carving in the wood. Plenty of perches for him to sit down on and a balcony out back of his house. Hare sat down onto a bed of leaves that Owl had, you know. Owl, turns out, was actually a therapist, and a good one, too. Owl poured him a bowl of tea, using his talons to hold the wooden kettle. Hare drank from the bowl, and then sat back contented. I was chased around by wolves, I met a grumpy hedgehog, and now I'm all tuckered out today. How's your day thus far, Owl? Owl set down the kettle on his spruce tabletop he had received from Beaver as a Christmas gift, and sat down on his perch. Not much has changed. I still have some fight in me, but as the oldest animal in the village, I'm worried about who will take up village leader next. Naturally, you're my first pick, Hare. Still, these beautiful fall days won't last. You gotta make them last before she snows. Hare nodded. Yeah, I guess so. Gosh, I love this village. It's calm, it's quiet, and always relaxing year-round. I wish this were a bigger village. Maybe then we could have more animals who don't need to be alone anymore. Owl nodded, and then opened his window. Well... Best of luck and safe travels to you, Hare. I'll be back shortly with more herbs for tea. Can you swing by and grab this? Chipmunk needs this new set of acorn tops for the festival. With that, Owl flapped his wings and soared away in the maze of red, orange, and gold. Hare opened the door and walked back across the clearing to his home. There, he opened his door inside with relief. The wolves were finally gone. He couldn't see them out his window. And Hare, cozy and safe at last, snuggled and settled in for a long winter's nap. With his food plan well past thought out, Hare sighed contently and drifted into a relaxing sleep, the power lines still looming up behind Animal Village. When Hare woke up, he smelled bread, berries, herbs, and candles. Opening up his door and hopping outside, Hare rubbed his eyes and found a table laid with bread, berries, drinks, and the residents of Animal Village. This was the day where all the residents celebrated their ancestors who had founded the village. Plus, 
Hare watched as far away over the hill. He could almost see tiny people dressed in strange costumes walking around the street. Yes, I made a Halloween reference there, and I am not sorry for it. There was much rejoicing, dancing, singing, and many tales of old, of kings and queens, of heroes and villains, of wolves and other predators, and, of course, a toast to the ancestors who had created the village and to whom everyone would return to someday. Hare smiled, and Hare, who was once lonely, need I remind you, now felt as if he was simply the luckiest man alive. Hare decided to tell his own stories, and even held up his dear foot to prove that he had indeed fought off the wolves in the woods. The kids absolutely loved his story. Later on, however, when everyone was slightly more sober, he told his friends that it was just a scratch from his chase. The festival carried on well into the night. And when the full moon shone through the top of the trees, the animals each looked up and raised their acorn tops to, to the new year and many more. When Hare woke up the next morning, he was back inside his house. Thankfully, he hadn't been sober enough to, to fall asleep outside, unlike many other animals. When Hare walked outside, he walked back down into the woods where he had met the hedgehog before. Instead of the hedgehog, he instead found a small, dry acorn on the ground. It wasn't like any other acorn that Hare had ever seen. It was strange, with blue markings on it. Hare decided to pet up the acorn and stuff it into his fur. Walking back to the village, he decided to talk to Owl. Owl was nowhere to be found. Hmm... Hare walked back into his house and looked out the window. There, he saw Owl flying around at one of the giant trees in the middle of the forest. Hare sprinted through the woods out behind Animal Village and out towards Owl. Owl, what's going on? Hare yelled into the air. Owl looked down. Ah, Hare, thank goodness you've come. You need to see this now. Hare screeched to a stop at the hot springs. There, he found the hedgehog. Dead with blue lines through it. And the lines matched the acorn. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening again. I recently jumped into fall here in Ligonier, so this was a very fitting tale to tell, even though it's not late fall, given the time of year. Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this story, because I'll be doing a few more stories relating to the other residents of Animal Village in the future. For now... Have a very spooky season.